We're podcasters. Of course, we're going to do a tier list. We're podcasters. Of course, we tell all of our friends that we're podcasters, but don't actually want them to listen to our show for fear they might judge us. We're podcasters. Of course, this will never make us any money. We're podcasters. Of course, we're going to make merch. Losing money instead of making money. We're podcasters. Of course, we're going to do your ad read. We're podcasters. We wish this episode was sponsored by (laughs) Liquid IV. We're podcasters. My girlfriend's our number one listener. funny because you're not wrong uh we're podcasters of course we dude i don't know we're podcasters of course my parents know i do this but they're not allowed to listen we're podcasters of course we have a gmail for business inquiries Mm -hmm. we're podcasters Of course we don't like Joe Rogan. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm all out. I'm all out. Hmm. Well, I could keep going. Keep going. Keep going. We're podcasters. Of course I have a well-formed opinion about something nobody cares about. We're podcasters. Of course my well-formed opinion on something that no one cares about is right and is the only way. We're podcasters. Of course someone that I haven't seen in like five years is gonna ask me about it. We're podcasters. Of course one of our little brothers is gonna try to make fun of us for having this podcast. Ultimately boosting our engagement in doing so. Yeah. Checkmate Sean. Yeah. We're podcasters. Of course we're going to set a time to record and then just forget to do it. (laughs) We're podcasters. Of course we're going to say we forgot to do it, but one of us is almost always late to every recording session. We're podcasters. Of course my Adobe Audition doesn't remember any of my settings. We're podcasters. Of course, we share the same Adobe login. <laughs> we're podcasters. Of course, we're going to use as many free software as possible to make this happen. We're podcasters. Of course, one day, when we do hit it big, in the big city, we're probably going to get a hit with several copyright claims. We're podcasters. Only one of us really knows how to do editing. We're podcasters. We embrace controversy head on. We're podcasters. We realized Twitter just wasn't for us. We're podcasters, so we've made an Instagram account. We're podcasters. I haven't really posted on it yet. We're podcasters. Of course we'll figure it out some someday. We're, we're podcasters. Of course we're going to watch someone else's video and say, we could do that. 
We're podcasters. Of course, if we do that, we end up doing it better. We're podcasters. Of course, we're the funniest in the room. We're podcasters. Of course, we're the only two in our own respective rooms. We're podcasters. Of course, I'm going to think of something funny to say for later. We're podcasters. Of course, once the episode's live, I make a camp. That was stupid. Never mind. Never mind. I officially tap out of this one. We're podcasters. Of course, we're going to put our foot in their mouth immediately after saying something. I always have something to say. To piggyback off that, we're podcasters. Of course, Ben's going to tell me, you should probably cut that. (laughs) We're podcasters. Of course, I'm going to say something that gets us really off track. We're podcasters. Of course, I'm going to accidentally say something that I really should cut. We're podcasters. I'm going to overly worry about anything I say after the episode drops. Me too, man. Me too. We're podcasters. Oh my I god, say, you're still going. I say I want a Jamie, but that's just because I don't want to do any research. Got any more? That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. Well, guys, you, this is episode did, 50... Did you write those down? No, that was just off the cuff. I just had things to say. Clearly. Thoughts thoughts to get out. But yeah, this, hey guys, this is episode 50. Um, If you, if you haven't tuned in before, this is the OK Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Sam. Well, that feels weird. Usually I introduce myself first. Yeah, see, I thought I'd flip it out. Try to start a new era. (laughs) Wow. I'm the proactive one. I I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're trying to switch it up, trying to do things different in this uh this we're this halfway point to a hundred. Are uh, what's half of a centennial? I don't think they have a word for that. They should. I'm googling this because we don't have a Jamie. There's a decade. What is centennial? Well, there's like a 50th anniversary. It's like the diamond anniversary or something. Semicentennial. Semicentennial. That makes sense. Like a semicircle. Of or related to a 50th anniversary occurring every 50 years. Well, we've been doing this podcast for about 50 years. And you know what? Mm-hmm. The world's just not the same anymore, Ben. I don't know what all this riz is about. Yeah. Man, 50 episodes ago, I was just a youngin'. People talking about, oh, he's so baby. What does that even mean? Yeah, of course he's a baby. He was born yesterday. Come on. You're busting my balls out here. I'm 72 now because we only released one episode every year. And we were dedicated to getting to episode 50. That means I'm I don't know how many more episodes I got in me. That means I'm 73. I've already lived too long. There we go. There we go. There's a good question. 
how long do you want to live for? Like what? Like once you hit a certain age, are you just gonna be like ah ah? I don't really feel like this anymore. Uh. Hmm. You know. I mean, I think like. I want to live to like a reasonable age. Like I don't want to be like, oh yeah, that guy died really young, you know. <laughs> like I don't want to be like, oh, he died at age fifty. Like that's that's no fun. Oh yeah, no. That's no fun. You know, I think if I can, you know, make it to like you know ninety, I think I'd be like, you know, I've I've done it. I think like the awesome thing would be to see like the next century, but then again, I was born in two thousand one. You were born in two thousand. I don't think like unless there's some like life extending thing that happens in like our lifetimes which they say will happen they say that people are going to live to like 120 like regularly i'm good. real old and like decrepit like i'm like you know I'm at good. that point i don't want to live that long i'd be fine with just like passing away nicely at like 90 while i can still do you know a decent amount of things i don't want to just be like have to be like carried around like i'm like i'm amy carlson you're Amy Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I had to, I, I had to reference it. <laughs> oh man! See, I <laughs> would you want to be blue though? At least, like, any colloidal silver injections? In not, not that kind of blue. I want to be like Avatar blue. Like, if they can uh, figure out how to put people in the in the avatars. Then we're living a little longer, right? Because, yeah. you know, those, is, those blue people are healthy. What is the li- I need to move my microphone. This is getting crazy. I don't know if the blue man group, like if they, are they naturally that color? Like, or were they... Were they, did they get tattoos all over their body? Like a Ripley's Believe It or Not? Like what was, what's their story? I think they just probably bathe in paint right before they go on stage. Mm. Um, I did Google the average life expectancy of the Navi. And although lifespan data is incomplete, <laughs> they're still compiling data. It is estimated that Navi live 30% longer than the average human. Once born, Navi children mature more rapidly than humans, reaching mental, physical, and cultural adulthood between the ages of 15 to 17 years. Dang. Okay, so what is the life... They're just better than us. Human life expectancy is about 70 years, so 30% more than that. Looks like ninety years, roughly. Ninety-one, yeah. Dang, wasn't too far off. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that'd be nice, but you know, otherwise I don't want to be blue with uh, drinking silver. Do you remember? Okay, so this the only thing that I have to say of substance about um, this topic, which which. You know, if those are not familiar, um, I was, of course, referring to the Love Has One cult, which was in a documentary that we watched, Sam and I watched and wanted to make some documentary content out of, but I uh, didn't really have a lot to say about it. So 
It's uh, what's the documentary called? Is it just called well, that one? Uh, something something Mother God. Hmm. You know, it's funny because when I saw Love Has One, I kind of assumed it was something to do with like pride. You know, yeah, pride, like yeah. like yeah. the like the Supreme Court yeah. case. Um, but no, nothing to do with that. In fact, I think those people are not are kind of would definitely not be want to be associated with that. Um, anyway, it's about this cult. Pretty pretty crazy stuff. Um, anyway, the the whole thing with the colloidal silver and how they kept feeding their cult leader colloidal silver reminded me of you ever read the Ripley's Believe It or Not books? Like you ever get those at like the book fair? Yeah. You were the one guy in there who was blue. Yeah, because he took a bunch of colloidal silver. Yeah, Papa yeah. Smurf. Yeah. Yeah, that was like his nickname. But yeah, he was, he was. Yeah. I don't think he died because of the colloidal silver. I think he had like a stroke or something like unrelated. Is he the guy that was on Oprah, like, back in the 90s? He was on Oprah or Dr. Phil, one of the two. Yeah. But, yeah, no, same deal. Um, yeah, no. That documentary was... Um, don't join a cult. Don't do Not it. Not even if it's the, the craft cult. No, like, we've moved past that. Mm-hmm. We, we've settled in our ways. We've, we've changed... Yeah, it's it's just a nasty way of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I probably just offended someone, but you know what? It's a nasty and stinky way of life. See you later, stinky. Um, I just I feel like I feel like they weren't showering like they should be. Oh, dude, you know they weren't taking a sink. There wasn't a drop of water on their skin unless it was mm-hmm. like colloidal silver extract. Also, just well, love how they had a whole, like, Breaking Bad operation in their living room mm, for colloidal well, silver. Yeah. They're turning a penny on it. Probably not. I don't think they made much money. But I, every time, I, like, literally, like, I, at certain points, watching the podcast to figure, or not the podcast, the documentary to figure out if anyone was actually showering. Like, and they did mention towards the end that they all went and showered at a certain point. Um... And they also showed, a, a, like, a part of the house where there was a shower, so that at least there was, like, a shower for them to have access to. Well, there was also so, that part where she was dying, and they were like, yeah, let's just put her in the bathtub with a bunch of blankets and stuff. Oh, but then she gets too cold for the bathtub, so we just pick her up and move her into the shower. And we basically just waterboard this woman until she dies. Like, that's... Yeah, context, guys. I think we need to give them a TLDR, because this, like, makes no sense. Okay. Uh, I'll let you do it because you probably can say it quicker than me. Okay, so Love Has One is a um, cult by many. Um, I'll just read you the Wikipedia. Um, The Galactic Federation of Light in the 5D Full Disclosure is an American new religious movement which was led by Amy Carlson, referred to within the group as Mother God, who described herself, among other things, as the creator of the universe. Um, how one woman from Kansas who once managed a McDonald's became the uh, creator of the universe, I have no idea. Um, but uh, it's a cult. Um, and uh, basically they believe that, yeah, this this girl uh, is Mother God. And in past lives she was Marilyn Monroe and Joan of Arc and Jesus and, like, all of these people. And her best friend through all of this that she spoke to in the spiritual realm through meetings otherwise known as nap time uh, <laughs> was uh, Robin Williams of all people yeah and Robin Williams told her 
to get all of these followers together to worship her and do a bunch of Facebook live streams where they sit <laughs> and just talk about Robin Williams and um, she had like seven father gods um, which I don't know if you noticed like each time she got a father god which is just a poor helpless soul um, she she told them not all of them some of them are bad guys oh yeah you know the last guy really bad guy um, in the accountant guy whatever that guy was he was a bad okay, guy he was a bad guy but he he did kind of like yeah he was smart he was anyway, I won't I won't cut you off so uh, they they uh, what they they based in Colorado and um, they based in Colorado and then they tell she she gets these like uh, whispers from the from the archangels or whatever <laughs> that tell her that she needs to move to California so she goes to California and then they're like no you got to go to Oregon now and so she goes to Oregon all of this probably to like flee like probably criminal stuff um they sell merch they do these like uh, group healing quote unquote things um all like outrageously priced they sell colloidal silver um particularly during the pandemic they tried to sell a bunch of colloidal silver because they believed that that would cure covid um hydroxychloroquine and colloidal <laughs> silver cured and, everything oh yeah oh yeah um and uh uh what after oregon uh she was told to go to hawaii and so she goes to hawaii the people of hawaii uh catch wind of this and are like oh hell no and she tries to convince them that she is the the volcano god and then they're really like oh hell no and they drive her out of hawaii well, she, I think she angled, angered everyone involved because she said that she thought she was Pele, and then she also thought uh, she was Jesus, which, like, nobody's going to stand for that. So, anyway, just absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Um, she, and all the whole time, she's okay. really ill. Like, she is very ill. I'm not just talking. Like, obviously, there's some mental stuff going on, um, but she's got, like... She's severe an alcoholism yeah and like they like nobody in the cult and like the cult understands like she needs like to have proper food and medical care yeah and they're just like you know what she's not supposed to eat she says she doesn't want to eat so we're just gonna like give her alcohol keep, and weed we're gonna alcohol and colloidal silver and, and that's all she's gonna have and then yeah no wonder her liver literally will fail and you know contribute yeah. to an untimely death anyway you know, then, you know, they kind of just do really sus stuff and, like, hold on to the body, which is really strange. So, yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she, she's very much dying. Like, she loses, she becomes paralyzed from the waist down because her liver is rotting. And uh, so she has to be carried everywhere. And then she goes to Oregon. So she starts taking the colloidal silver as she's becoming paralyzed, and she she starts turning blue. Like, her face, like, upper Mm -hmm. body starts turning blue. She's on, like, 19 tinctures a day of colloidal silver plus two, uh, what, like, other, like, prescription, like, SSRIs and, and, like, random drugs here and there. 
Um, I don't even know if she's taking any proper medication. No, I don't remember. No, no. I didn't pay that it's much like, attention. I think it was like Prozac and Valium. Like prescribed or not? No, I don't. Anyway. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, but uh, they take her to Oregon because she's gonna go ascend and be with Robin Williams and St. Germain who I'm supposed to know that is yeah and everyone is like super happy and they document they document the whole thing um they get her to Oregon they check her into a hotel and they just stay in the room for days and part of the reason they stay in there for days is because she dies in the hotel room and they're all like okay well the body's here and her body's still like emitting electrical energies. Like they put like an EMF detector to her foot, and they were like, "See, she's Ghost God. She's God. Shit. She's fucking God." And uh, and then and then the hotel staff starts to get a little uh, um, suspicious. I guess <laughs> they. So they're like, "We got to get her out of here." And so they like <laughs> guys her up, put her back in the wheelchair, and just take her back and then they're realizing that their accountant who was his name Michael yeah, yeah I think it's Miguel but they kept Miguel. calling it Michael for some reason um so they had this accountant this whole time and the way that they were able to pay for all this stuff is because they had this accountant and since she was God she didn't want anything in her name so he put everything in his name and as soon as he caught wind that she died he withdrew all the money from the bank accounts and hightailed it out of there and he was still in Colorado he went to the police and was like hey these guys are squatting in my home uh, they drove the body back from Oregon to Colorado across five state lines with a dead body that's like very illegal I feel like it's incredibly illegal <laughs> I feel like this is like the most evil like real life version of Weekend at Bernie's like they literally just like pretended yeah. like they get pulled over at some point which I think is like the wildest yeah. part and they, the cops this cop is just like the like gotta be like one of the like like dullest tools in the shed because i'm like i'm looking and i'm like you know i feel like i don't really know i feel like if i was like a cop and just all these people were driving around I'd be like who are the people in the back yeah like and like, why is I she blue like, yeah <laughs> that's that would be my I first know, question i know i know avatar just came out but like yeah. yeah. It's also worth mentioning yeah. this happened uh, in 2021, so this was pretty mm-hmm. recent. Um, and I didn't know anything about this till I saw. No, I didn't either. Um, and so they get her back to Colorado. They put her in like a sleeping bag and wrap her in Christmas lights, and put her on a bed. And then the cops find them and they send Father God, who was the the bad guy, meth head dude. Okay, let's backtrack a little bit. So this last Father God, he was a, he was a character. He'd, he'd been in trouble with the law a bunch in the past and uh, was homeless for most of his adult life, I think. And uh, remember when he, uh, when Mother God like kicked him out because he was like tweaking out on meth and, mm-hmm. then, and then he went to rehab and came back <laughs> to Oregon to find her. And it was like she wrote in her diary father chose love over meth or something <laughs> we've all been there we've all been there dude but anyway he's yeah. creepy he was creepy yeah he gave me some crazy killer vibes but like straight out of like a like a movie 
villain kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. But I think he, he, he was charismatic. I think that was the whole thing. Anyway, oh, long story short, it's just 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 a bad situation for all involved. Like, yeah. you can't help but feel sorry. But at the same time, it's really, 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 really dumb. The whole thing. Like, Ben texted me. So I want to know. You, you texted me when you were on like episode one and you're like I feel bad for these people do you still feel bad for them because I I, I I don't given how dumb I, it is I feel bad for like the sort of the the lackeys if you will like there's a lot of people that aren't like ranking members they're just kind of like there and they're helping out the whole way and they have like nothing else going for them in their lives and they just feel kind of paralyzed to do anything because that's all they know now mm-hmm. and they're still like even after this is all ended they're still like convinced that it's true and it's like you know i can't help but feel bad for them but like you know as far as like mother god and the fathers and all that i'm like you guys know what you were doing like you know this is not true and you're like you've ruined people's lives and made them complicit to crimes because of the you know because of what you did so i'm like to me like I have no like sympathy for like any of the the like the Miguel or the the meth head guy or Amy really because they're all just like they they have to know. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I think the one thing that really stuck with me about it was they had this whole thing at this line at the be- beginning where they're like, "Oh, we're better than the hippies because the hippies didn't want to do anything. They didn't like have any." thing to stand for where like these guys they don't stand for anything they stand for like when you tell me like trump is like trump they consider trump to be part of their team they're like their their team they have a board with celebrities and shit on it mm -hmm. their whole idea of like changing the world like revolves around consumption they're unwilling to buy anything themselves and they have their fans donate things to them but everything's involved around consumption and going viral. They just wanted to go viral and get content and clicks. They wanted to um, just like buy kitschy stuff on Amazon they thought was cute. You know, the wrapping and Christmas lights, it just, it's all screams like, it's all just like based in like products and, and content and marketing. Like none of it is like, none of it's real like at least you know say what you will about hippies but at least they had like they they kind of forgate before went like the like earthly kind of stuff yeah like it wasn't about like oh hey let's get like this these clothes off amazon or let's let's post a video it's just like they were like just doing whatever like yeah they maybe were like kind of unmotivated people but like they weren't just a bunch of consumers who didn't want to spend any money on things just want someone else to pay for it yep but yeah the yep. trump thing was so funny to me i'm like oh my god yeah of course of course weird. oh and the, they're all on QAnon too yeah and the one guy's like a fool on QAnon, which is not surprising if you've ever seen the the QAnon documentary on hbo which i recommend seeing because it's kind of wacky you get to meet all the like people in that I like those kind of ones because you're like, you know, you like you think you know you think you know a lot about it. Then you watch these, you're like, whoa, there's like, there's just some like really strange stuff going on, some real 
real interesting folks involved. But yeah, yeah so, so that's interesting for sure. Anyway, we got away from the point, Sam. How long yeah. do you want to live? Um, let me itch my head real quick because this beanie is driving me crazy. Beanies be making my head itch. Rothenkey Daredevil. We're scrapping the beanie. Um, how long do I want to live? Um, well, I think it would be fun because it's incredibly unlikely given my, uh, you know... You good, man? Yeah, I'm hearing some stuff in my background. I heard the, I heard the word fire, and I said, what? Um, I would like to live to 102, but I don't think that's very likely. Why so specific? Um, I don't know. It just seems like a good good age where I can be like you can't tell me shit I'm 102 I was dying the minute you were born exactly um yeah but I don't think that's very likely I think I will probably live to be like 67 I give you 80 uh Especially with how medical technologies go. I think we're all going to live to like 80 at least. I also think I'm going to look like this a lot when I'm older. My beard's going to be all white and I'm just going to be... <laughs> also, I feel like like no American is going to... Like with the way our society is going to live to like 102... Like, nah, we get It just doesn't we're promote... Getting, it doesn't nuked. promote health... It doesn't promote health. We're all stressed. We're not just going to afford anything. It's like... See, see, Ben's taking the much more like... Yeah, you know, like, you know, we've got a lot of, like, social issues right now that are just weighing down on us. I'm like, nah, bro, we're getting nuked. <laughs> I hope not. Someone's we're all doomed. Gonna, someone's going to press the fucking button, and his name is Vladimir Putin Jr. It's funny, because he's not even Russian. He's, like... He's like Australian, and he's not even related to him. His just name is just Vladimir Putin Jr. And for some reason, Australia, I guess, has a a nuclear silo. But yeah. Anyway, I saw Oppenheimer. I know the dangers of nuclear weapons. I just want to be because of that. All I ask is that when it does happen, that you and I are standing at a pond, and I say, "Remember, <laughs> remember when I came to you on the podcast about how long we were supposed to live until." And I, I'm, you were 66 and I'm 67. And you're going to be like, yeah, maybe. And I'm going to be like, yeah, well, I think we did it. And then... You said it all in motion. And then the light's going to go off and it's going to say directed by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> and the top is still spinning. <laughs> and Batman rides away on his motorcycle. <laughs> And then there's Jessica Chastain, and she kind of looks like my daughter from before. 
but I haven't seen her in a while. I'm gonna say you're just like you're in you're in a window, just crying hysterically. Yeah, <laughs> banging on a window. You're fighting Matt Damon. Yeah. For oxygen. And then Aaron Taylor Johnson kind of shows up, and you forgot that he was in the movie at all. And then Josh Peck comes around the corner, and you're like, "Hey, that's that guy from Drake and Josh." Yeah. Man, that'd be crazy if my life was directed by, like, a director. Like, it was, like, a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, my life was literally a movie. That'd be pretty wild. Who would direct the movie of your life? We are severely off topic right now, and I don't give a shit. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if my life was a movie, who would direct my life? I don't know. Who would direct your life? Either Chris Nolan. Or... Or... Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner would play me in all stages of my life. (laughs) I think my life would be directed by Ridley Scott. (laughs) Sometimes it's really good. And you hit a period where it just keeps being bad. (laughs) And then like the rest of the time it's just kind of mid, you know? Can I do it? Can I have a, can I have a do over? Baz Luhrmann is going to direct the movie of my life. That would be interesting for sure. Baz. Baz. It's just in your face. Just the whitest fish islands you could find. Shoots the whole movie. Yep. That's it. That's it. Actually, you know what? My life be directed by, uh, uh, one sec. My life would be directed by Chris Columbus, because, you know, I'm home alone quite a lot. (laughs) If Baz Luhrmann directed the movie of my life, it would be called The Great Shatsby. (laughs) Is Chris Columbus still alive? Yeah, he's got to be like the. It's funny. He's the second most famous person named Chris Columbus. <laughs> the least problematic one. Who did all of the '80s movies that? John Hughes. John Hughes. Oh my God! You know what? Did you guess what movie Chris Columbus directed? Um. Guess what? Two movies. You can't look it up. I'll give you a hint. Two of like the most cringy or like worst movies of like the 2010s. Uh, of the 2010s? Yes. Give me a hint. Um, they just remade one of them 
in oh, a different oh, format. Oh, 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 didn't he do Percy Jackson? Yep. Okay, so that's one. And the other one, um, Josh Gad marries a video game character. Pixels. Yep. Really? That was Chris Columbus? Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, see, my life might just be more like a Chris Columbus movie, because what is going on? I forgot he did the uh, Harry Potter movies. He did the first, what, first three Harry Potter movies? I think it's just the first two. No, because the third movie, you know, regardless of the whole J.K. Rowling stuff, the first, the third movie is sauce, because it's, it's, it's Alfonso Cuaron. What else did he do? No, he did the first four Harry Chris Potter Holmes movies. They did the first two. Nope, I have his movies right here. Did he write or produce them? He may have produced. I think he just produced. Like the museum. The help. Yeah, no, he must have done that because like there's he's got credits for the lighthouse and the witch and Nosferatu and all that and that okay. is Robert Eggers. Now, if Robert Eggers directed the movie of my life, it would be the most dark. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy would play me. We'll, we'll go back to Killers of the Flower Moon and just say that I have the wasting sickness. Mm. Real ones get that reference. Yeah. I felt for you, Molly. I felt for you. Happens to the best of us. Yes, it does. So anyway, back on track here. Great Shatsby aside. Well, okay, no, no, no. If mine is called the Great Shatsby, what is yours going to be called? I like Home Alone. <laughs> that was kind of funny to me. A homie, homie Alone. Homie Alone. <laughs> but you have Ava. You can't do that anymore. No, I know. I know. I know that. single thing. I'm not that. Not that, but I live by myself. Okay. No, homie. I'm not alone. I'm not that alone. It's just funny because I feel like I'm like so comfortable. Like I think I'm like one of those people that is like totally fine to like just be chilled by myself. Like, like I could just be like. Like, probably when I was younger, I kind of was more sad about it. But, like, now I just kind of, like, I like I, I enjoy it. Like, I think I thrive with it. But, no, all jokes aside, my life is actually pretty good. I, I, I really like it. It's just funny to, to play it up like that. I'm thinking of, like, if, if we were to make a movie about, like, you, me, and Charlie in our, like, middle age selves... Middle age, as in like middle school, or you mean middle age no, no, in the like forties? No. As in like when we're older, right? So like, we get a bunch of like no name actors to play us as kids, and then we grow up and we're older, and we have this whole narrative, right? Mm -hmm. I think I'm struggling on who I would cast for you, but for me, I have Sean Penn, and for is this Char just gonna be Mystic River for Charlie. I have Willem Dafoe. <laughs> You know, I've never seen Mystic River, but I feel like that's just what... Is that what it's called? Yeah, where Sean Penn and his, like, homies come back. Yeah. And they're, like, older. 
Yeah. No, I think what'd be funny is if who plays this is um, the guys from uh, Please Don't Destroy, but they like don't look like us at all. <laughs> we get like Charlie's the ginger one, and you're the guy with the curly hair. <laughs> Actually, no, I feel like you're the guy, the other guy with the brown hair. And I'd just be playing the guy with the curly hair for some reason. Yeah. Martin. Oh, Martin. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really put too much thought in who would play me. Mostly because I don't feel like I look like anyone too famous. No. I got a face only a, a mother can love. And they do. Moms love him. Yeah. Would you believe it, folks? He never got in trouble when me and Charlie did as kids. Never once. Never, never. It's due to my cherubic tendencies. It was... Was was it because he was too busy raiding the fridge to get yelled at? Yeah. Eating all the craft singles out Mm -hmm. of the fridge? Nah, he, uh... It's, I just have very distinct memories of Charlie and I getting our asses chewed out and then mom looking at you and being like oh hi Ben I'm what sure can I ben, say I'm sure Ben told you it was a bad idea even though you were doing it too yeah I was just doing it I was doing it better <laughs> than you guys <laughs> stay mad Jealousy. Uh, stay mad but yeah anyway Sam before we get too off track Real quick, give me a pet peeve. You know, I thought it was a slice of bread you had there. Nope, it's my beanie. Oh, I'll um, take a big old slice of bread. Pet peeve. Okay, I got one. Um, it is when you're chronically ill, so you order uh, your medical supplies a month uh, ahead of time to prevent you from running out of said medical supplies and being up shit creek with no paddle, only to find out that your prescription, for some reason, won't get sent to the medical supply company that you need to get these medical supplies for so that you're not up shit creek with no paddle um so then you call back and forth between your doctor's office and the medical supply office your medical supply office tries to tell you that it's your doctor's fault and your doctor's fault your doctors start pulling receipts to prove that they are in fact doing everything right um so then it's just this back and forth back and forth for about a month and then you run out of your medical supplies you think that you're up shit creek with no paddle end up using expired medical supplies that aren't really expired but they're expired for dramatic effect um, they still work just fine. They're just not as good as the stuff that you actually need. Um, and so you have to start using that and then you have to start calling every single day and things aren't happening. And then they say, oh, there's this pharmacy you can call, uh, through our company or you can get a box to tie you over. And then you're like, okay, cool. Thanks. And then you call the pharmacy and they're closed. And you're like, okay, maybe it's because it's at night. And then you call back the next morning and they're closed again. And then you call back in the afternoon. Oh, they're closed again. And then you call them back and they say, hey, there's this pharmacy. And you cut them off and you say, hey, Carol, no, you don't have a fucking pharmacy because they're closed every single time I fucking call. Mm. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then you start pulling receipts yourself. So not only do you have all the receipts from your doctor, but you start giving... Uh, writing down fax numbers to make sure all the fax numbers lined up because apparently we're still faxing prescriptions in 2024 still faxing them and uh, you know that that makes a whole world of sense also uh, patient has to communicate with both sides instead of you know uh, the supply company uh, to your uh, your care your physician um, that just doesn't and then anytime your physician tries to help they say oh we need to talk to the patient but that's just that's not care like I'm giving myself my own medical care at this point point. Um, and that is 
astonishingly wild. And so eventually you go back and forth and you piss someone off so much that they finally, after an entire month, ship your medical supplies. That is my pet peeve. Welcome to America. This is, yeah, I can't even imagine. It's just such a such an annoying situation and more work than anyone should have to go through to get something as simple as a piece of plastic that has a needle attached to it. And I'm and, fortunate enough And to, adhesive stuff. I'm fortunate enough to have said expired things, but I feel for the kid who might be in this position who, hmm, maybe doesn't have that, and so they're up shit creek with no paddle. Mm-hmm. You expect this kid to survive? Imagine if it's not the pop supplies, it's the insulin. You're even, you are, you are in shit ocean with nothing. You are bobbing and weaving them sharks and the current, the current's coming. The current's coming. I know it smells like insulin. I hope, nope, that's not insulin. That's the smell of high blood sugar. Oh, coma. See, it just, it, mm, why? And not, not every bit of the American healthcare system is bad, right? But a right. fat fucking chunk of it is, and that is sickening. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate, and it's especially for people that have any sort of chronic, you know, illness. It is so hard to just have anyone that's gonna keep keep like like you can be in tra- like in charge of yourself and you can keep track of stuff. The second your doctor forgets about you or your doctor is some something you. you insurance change or something it's it's like it's just it's over like there's no you yep. like it's not one of those things where you can just be prepared and be like all right well you know i figured out how to you know, care for myself like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be set like it's just like something could just like oh never mind your insurance won't cover that anymore uh never mind like you're just like gonna have to wait it out. until we have more oh yep. never mind we have a shortage like like what kind of system is that where that's happening to people. I mean, that's just like, it's wild. I mean, I know people talk in other countries about there being wait times to go see a doctor, but I mean, at the same time, like in America, there's already like so many barriers to care that like, you know, at that point, I I don't know. I just feel like it's just not, it's kind of sad. It's also like, um, and I hate, I, I sound selfish talking about it, um, through the perspective of just, diabetes because I mean it's a problem for people that deal with other autoimmune diseases and people that deal with um, like I've watched people close to me struggle with getting adequate care um, because of companies like this Um, but I mean like mental health care anything you can think of the issue is pretty much the exact same Um, it's just it's it's mind blowing it's yeah incredibly frustrating and I think it's also ridiculous that I need a prescription for two pieces of plastic two pieces of plastic one of which just sits right under my skin and a piece of adhesive cloth that sticks onto my skin I need a prescription for that and it can expire if I don't expires guys if I don't if I don't have anything to use it with 
what harm am I going to do with it? I understand needing a prescription for insulin or medications like that because a lot of harm can be done if you don't actually need insulin and you take insulin. Like, that is, oh, you're in trouble. But, like, think of it this way. And it's very narrow-minded, very flawed logic way of thinking about it, but it, it puts my mind at ease, right? So I have a pencil, right? I can go... Well, that's a pen, but I can, anyway... <laughs> I just, just I have a just, pencil. <laughs> I have a pencil, right? I bought this pencil at Walgreens. Why do I why do I sound like the Joker? I bought this pencil from Walgreens. No, no, I'm going to be serious about this. I bought this pencil at Walgreens, right? But Walgreens didn't have any paper. I can't write with this. Sure, I can write on walls and stuff. This is where you can tear my logic apart. But all for all intents and purposes, I can't use this pencil without a piece of paper. Right. For its intended use. But I can still buy the pencil. So, even if I don't have to use an infusion set for its intended purpose, I still need a prescription. Even though I can't do anything with it, if I don't have the proper vessel to go along with it it's just uh, ah. hmm. yeah i don't know i guess i'm curious to know what happens in other countries like what the what the pipeline is for getting all the stuff like yeah me too how that works but i'll move to I germany and figure it out yeah um what's what's one pet peeve of yours ben das insulin <laughs> Does, does, does pan pancreas? I try to think. I don't know any German, but I'm just like thinking of things like a German person would say about like if you had like what's like a German doctor or something like that. I require an <laughs> injection of the insulin. What is your blood glucose levels? The T-Slim. Das T-Slim, T-Slim X2. Pumping the pumpin insulin. Uh, <laughs> insulin der pumping. Yeah. Um, my one pet peeve is I hate when people bite their nails in front of me. Like, oh. like especially like when I was in like high school and like in class, people would be like biting on them. And, you know, when people bite their nails a lot, they get really, like, Jagged. messed up and, like, yeah. chunky, like, short. Like, ugh. like, I don't know. It's just the sound and, like, their hands being kind of wet. And, like, <laughs> and then they go raw. to, like, touch your face. Well, or, like, they just, I don't know. Nobody ever touched my face like that. But, like, just, like, you know, I just don't, it's not like, I just, it kind of gives me, it gives me a little bit of a grossed out feeling. That's always like been an issue for me is I always noticed that and it really got to me. So I personally have a big problem with that. Yeah. What, it's, about, what about you? What's your for real pet peeve? I um not to kind of piggyback off that. I used to be a chronic nail biter as a kid. I was a really anxious kid, if you couldn't tell. Mm. Um and uh used to bite my nails a lot. Um but then I got braces. And braces mm. helped me break this habit because I couldn't bite my teeth my tongue. I couldn't bite my nails my anymore. Teeth. I couldn't bite. I can't feel my teeth. <laughs> um, 
I couldn't bite my nails anymore. So um, helps me kick that curb. And uh, yeah, um, no, but a real pet peeve of mine. Um, people, when you're at a left turn, like you're in a left turn lane, you know, mm-hmm. and the light is yellow. And so you're waiting for the other traffic to clear so that you can turn left, right? Do yeah. You normally, do you normally kind of edge into the intersection a little bit so that you can, so you can turn? Why well, no, never edge ball trap? Like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I, was, I walked right into that. Um, no, yeah. Usually, anyway, do you usually pull in a little bit into the intersection so that when if 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 there's a lot of traffic and the light does turn red, you're still able to turn left, right? Do you do that? Yeah. 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 Um, no one here does. And it's so annoying. Well, one thing that bugs me is when, like, they have, when, so, like, the person in front of you in the left turn has, like, a chance and they don't take it. And then you're waiting and then the light's, like, red by the time and he turns and you're already, like, you're already over the line. So you don't have a choice and you're like, I guess I'm running this red light. Like, I guess I'm, I guess I have to do it. Like, because you're not going to, you can't back up because the other person's already moved all the way up. So you kind of just have to do it. And you, you feel like the worst person in the world because the lights turn green, lights turn green for the other way. Or what's even worse is when you have to run that red light and there's a cop waiting for you to run that red light. And so the cop starts coming after you with lights and sirens and stuff. And you're like, fuck it. I didn't do anything wrong. I did it because I had to do it. I didn't want to cause a traffic jam. And so you just, you know, uh, uh, floor to the pedal to the metal, baby. And did you do this? You go. (laughs) No, I'm just. Okay. This is just a theoretical. I'm wanted. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's like I feel it. You really think that Jetta could? I probably could actually. You know, it's uh, maybe a little bit. A little bit. Um, no, but that's a real pet peeve of mine. People that don't know left turn etiquette. Another driving one for me is the parking lot. You know, in the parking lot when people are like, you know, like people are backing up, right? Mm-hmm. You ever like someone backs up and they don't. They, they see you coming and you stop and then they go back into the spot and then you don't know whether they're going to go back in or they're going to get back out. Does that happen to you? Yep. If they give oh. up? Yep. Yep. Or they're just like, they have their car in reverse and they're like moving out and they don't pay attention to the fact that you're there. And like, you're obviously moving and wouldn't have a chance to stop and they're just going. Like, mm-hmm. Or you go to... Uh someone's coming out of a parking spot and you turn your turn signal on because you want to take that parking spot and then someone else is coming from the opposite way and sees that parking spot is opening and so they turn their turn signal on and then but you were there first um and so it's this constant like battle of who's going to get the parking spot and then you get it and then they flip you off and you're like what uh, huh yeah i'm more important than you calm down I was here first. Was That's here always first. been the rule. Always been so, yeah. Rule. Yeah. What else you got? The pet peeves I have. Okay. Um, I think one for me, and it's just like a spelling one, which I feel like a lot of people get, is like when people use like a word completely wrong, like where it's like, you know, like the, like the wrong there or like there, like 
But there's other ones where it's just like blatant, like that's like not even the right word. Like it's like they like they know what the saying is, like they know what it's supposed to sound like, but they use the wrong word in the saying. And I'm like, come on, yep. like because it's like one of those things like where if I mess up like once, I'm going to learn. But like the people that like I feel like I see do it, like they constantly do it. I'm like, nobody's ever told you. Like that's for me one. Um, let me think what else the Baltimore accent well you Any, might hear a lot of it in anytime, a couple weeks anytime I hear it drives me don't like... it drives me absolutely crazy yo I don't like hearing it it sounds so trashy and it's just so bad I don't I don't like it bro you don't it's like Stav? I like Stav, but his isn't as bad. It's only bad when he does the whole, like, Ronnie character, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just really bad. But there's some people that go around talking like this all the time, and it's it just really bothers me to no extent, yo. That's crazy that people from Baltimore really sound like that. Like, I, can't, I could not believe that. Like, who um, hurt you? Who hurt you so bad that you had to start talking like this your entire life? Come on, yo. We're not doing yeah. this. Also, yeah. who hurts you so bad that you had to be a Baltimore Ravens fan? Come on, you. Hey, as long as I be the Chiefs, I'm not complaining. Um, hmm. I also don't like when you try to let someone go. Like, either, like, you're, like, like, like opening a door or, like, you're, like, in the hallway or something like that and you're like you're like oh it's your turn like you can go ahead of me and they just don't move and you're like yeah like go like i'm, I'm being nice like or i don't know when people don't hold the door open for you and just kind of let it slam right behind oh you. my god i've been going yes. i mean you know i've been going to war with one lady at work who's mm. been doing that to me and i've been i've started doing it back and <laughs> It feels really good. It's gonna get. It's gonna get worse. It's gonna. It's get only worse. gonna get worse. She's gonna start pulling the door shut on mm-hmm. her way in, but it's an automatic door. Mm-hmm. That's another. Uh, someone goes in behind you on an automatic door, and the door starts to close, and they have full ability to stop it from closing on you, and they don't. Dick move. I'm like when 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 there's like a door closing on someone. I'm like I'm like Spider Man. In Spider-Man Two, I'm like, like I, I'm like, even if it's really, even if I'm in like a really uncomfortable orientation or something like that, I just cannot like my body is just like stretched out in like the wrong direction. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna be rude to this person. I'm gonna keep this door open, and it's always, always such a struggle. And I'm like, nobody returns the favor, you know. Um, chivalry's dead. What's happened to all the nice guys? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any other pet peeves that I can think of at the moment. But yeah, me either. Well, as we teased in the opening, we have which which tier list do you want to do to close things out? I think we could kill both of them pretty quick, actually. <laughs> Okay. There's two of them. Um, let me share my screen to see if I can see what I'm doing. Okay. So Samuel. 
All right. There you go. So um, what we're doing here is a hot drink tier list. Um, you know, with it being so cold out, we figured, you know what? Might as well do some hot drinks and, you know, talk about that kind of stuff. So these are all hot beverages, just a variety. Um, so yeah, so the first one, I think there's some there's some hits on here and there's some more low-key kind of stuff. Um, first one is, a, I feel like, a, a one that I feel like it, most people know about, and that's hot chocolate. Yeah. Um, Where do you stand on hot chocolate? I think there's really great hot chocolate in this world, and there's also really, really bad hot chocolate. Particularly the hot chocolate like, where the powder doesn't dissolve all the way. Like so a you Kroger start, brand. So you start swallowing chalky chunks. Yeah. It's kind of watery. But yep. you can get some really good hot chocolate. You can have hot chocolate. I feel like for me, I'll get like one really amazing hot chocolate and I'll never want hot chocolate for like another like like year. Yeah, because you don't want to ruin the experience. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to have like a subpar one next time. Mm-hmm. So I'd say like hot chocolate, I feel like to me, it's like an A. Yeah, I would agree Maybe with you. Maybe an S. I'd put it I think in just because it's, it's inconsistent. It's, it's so ruinable that I would just put it in A. Mm. Next one is herbal tea. Herbal. Herbal. Her, herbal tea. Um, to me, I like it, but I don't like it as much as hot chocolate, you know? It's very, I feel like there's much more room for miss than hit. Oh, yeah. Big so time. I would put it in B. Agreed. Uh, next one is apple cider. And to me, like a, a good warm apple cider is like some of the best experience you're going to have with like a beverage, you know? You're at like a nice winter event and there's like a hot apple cider. That's always hitting. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you really can't beat it. I'd put that in S. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Next one's chai. And my issue with chai is not necessarily the flavor. I actually quite like the flavor. I just don't like milk. I don't like milk in my tea. It's very milky, yeah. I like it. I would put it in A, but the milk factor really does. Like, it's like too milky sometimes. Like, I've had, like, the just plain chai tea, no, sorry, I just, that's, that's probably gonna annoy someone. I mean, just chai, because it is, chai means tea. Um, but anyway, um, I, yeah, I'd kind of give it B, just because I only like it, like, no milk in there. Yep. But it is a really good flavor, um, and actually, like, chai baked stuff, I think is, is pretty tasty. Um... Never had yeah. rose tea. I've had it, and I'm just not a fan. Like, I, I feel like it's just, like, I want to like it, and you sounds, like, so cool in theory, but it just, it tastes like flower, you know, like the water, like, when you, like, have, like, a thing of flowers, you know, like, that water smells. Oh. <laughs> not, like, not, like, on the, like, 10th day, but on, like, the second day of having the flowers. So I'm giving it a D, just because it doesn't really have, like, a good taste. It's just kind of bland, but... A little interesting. Um, next one I, is the is the good old fashioned pumpkin spice latte. 
just straight fucking sugar. Put that thing mm-hmm. in F. Put that in F. I'm gonna give it. I gotta give it. Uh, can we can we agree on like C or D? Yeah, sure. Whatever. I, I get like one good one a year. I'm gonna give it D just because I I, I understand. I get like one a year and I like it a lot and then I'm like never never again because like the second time I have it it's always just terrible and I don't want to drink it all the time I don't get how people want to drink it all the time and I, I like pumpkin spice flavored stuff just not a latte and it's so much sugar yeah the next one is cappuccino I like a good cappuccino, but it's there's also like a lot of room for error in a cappuccino. I think some people just don't know how to make it. I think yeah. like you go to like a coffee shop, people just don't want to make it. I'm not talking like a proper one, but you go to like you know when you go to like like you go to Starbucks, which you know obviously is pretty bad coffee, or you go to like there's just like some places where they just don't they don't like coffee like you can tell like that's not an order that get much because most people just get like plain coffee or like a latte yeah there's something like cappuccino cappuccino is not the same as a latte and it's not all foam it's just it's sometimes it's just done wrong so i i give it an a because i like coffee um next one's ginger tea nope nope i want to like it i want to like it and it's like supposed to be good for you, but it kind of falls into like a C or D to me. Yeah, no, I, I D. Okay. I don't have anything I've never, else to say. I've never had a golden latte. I looked it up before this. It's just turmeric in a latte, which I would try, but I don't. I haven't tried, so I can't say anything about it. It looks like piss, dude. I hope your pee is not that color. It's like if oh, it's more of like a hot toddy color over here. It's, it's like <laughs> if you mixed Sunny D and piss, that's what you would get. Mm-hmm. The golden latte. No, thank you. Never had Seems it. Seems like hot butter rum. I've never had that. Me either. It does sound good, though. I would try it once. I think that's the same thing with golden latte. I would try it once, and if I didn't like it, I'd never have it again. Hot now, water. Hot water. If you're drinking hot water, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? I think that's like the first F. Like that yeah. is like. What are you is, doing? That is just psycho behavior. You're not telling me you're drinking hot water. That is a travesty. Like you're just burning your mouth for no reason. No flavor. Like, hey, you at ma- least rose tea has flavor. You absolute masochist. Anyway. Mm. A hot toddy. Now, when made properly, the hot toddy is delectable um i would give it an s but i know you've never had it so we'll have to settle here what is what is what's in it and i'll tell you how i would feel about it it's like hot water is your base and you add some bourbon um you can add cinnamon you can add uh, nutmeg you can add um usually you add like a citrus to it so like orange peel orange juice but like lemon juice, lime juice, something not like you take a thing of orange juice and pour it in. You just get the fruit and use the juice from the fruit. It's like a freshly squeezed juice. And so it's this nice like citrus. It's great when you're sick, like when your mm. throat's sore or you've got congestion. It's got that kind of like 
punch, but not like a super like urban-y like punch to the face, you know? Hmm. I think, yeah, I think I definitely would try it. I think it's awesome that you can get drunk while you're trying to feel better just by having that. But honestly, the best kind of bourbon to me is diluted bourbon because it's too strong for me. So I'd give it like a C. Like if I were like, I wouldn't drink it all the time, but I'd give it, I think it's like, sounds like a C to me. Okay. But I don't know. You know, if you really like it, we can move it out. I do really like it, but I'm not married to it. I'll give you a B. Even though I've never had it. Okay. Here's my take on the next one, which is espresso. My thing about espresso is I feel like anyone who in America is drinking this, it's just off the wall. Like just like they're just they're they're out of pocket, really. <laughs> like I've never I've never met anyone who's like, oh yeah, I just drink straight espresso. And like they're like they're just like someone that I like could trust their trust their like their judgment on things. Cause like they're, you're getting you tell me you're going to like you're going to like Starbucks you're going to Dunkin you're like hey let me just get like an espresso shot like let me get two of those like <laughs> that is like that is that is like your friend that starts with like 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 starts going out with like a shot of like fireball like that's like they're like in their routine like that is just like that is just like a shock to the system like you love your friend for it and you know they're, they're they're having a good time but like it you know it does the trick but geez it don't make you feel good I look how you kind of described me right there well I mean would you do a shot of espresso absolutely I would I mean you know and I like espresso I like the flavor but again I don't really want to do an espresso shot like, if I went to Italy, I probably would, because that's, like, their thing. But, you know, when in Rome, but I, to me, I'm, like, it's never what I want. Yeah. I mean, oh, excuse me. If I had the option to, like, if it was just, like, the only thing you have is this shot of espresso, sure. But if I could, like, put it into something, like a latte or a cappuccino or... Mm-hmm. something like that then sure I mean I don't know I'd put it in like B or C yeah I'd give it a B okay next one is English tea now you having a father of European direct European descent <laughs> um, we're all white here let's be real we're all white here and yeah, I'm in yeah. I'm, hell I'm related to King Charles for Christ's sake um, <laughs> good or bad bad um, I I just don't love it I would give it a C okay my yeah I feel like it's a C like I think I would have given it a lower one before but I had in England it was actually pretty good like it was like like I, I my expectations were exceeded um so yeah, next one's Earl Grey, which I think is way worse. I think Earl Grey might be an F for me. Put it an F. It's dog water. It tastes screw, like perfume. Screw you, Earl, and your stupid tea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one is hot sake, and I have never had hot sake. I've had cold sake, and I like cold sake, so I don't know if that says anything. Um, yeah, I've never had it hot. But it's good cold, so yeah. I'm sure I'd like it. 
Um, the next one is Black Coffee, which for me, it can't, you, it's a, you, you can't go wrong. It's got to be an ass. Like to me, like I'm like, yes, you, I've had like mid Black Coffee, but it's never terrible. Like it's just it's like it it works. Like it just does the trick, and. To me, what I'm considering, like, with black coffee is you could throw some milk or you could throw some sugar in there. Like, yeah. you know, I yeah. think it, it, it does the trick. Like, you go to, like, a diner, you go to, like, an IHOP or something like that, you're going to get, you're going to get, like, a really good experience because it just tastes good. And it's so cheap. And it's, like, it's just a good, it's, like, if you're on a budget, like, just get some black coffee. For real. Make it at home. It's, like, the one thing you can make at home, like, with, like, almost no equipment. Heck, you can even buy crystals to just put in hot water and it'll make you coffee. Yeah. Although that's not as good. No, but um, I mean, like you said, it's never like something you, like you take a sip and you're not like, all right, this is garbage. Like you'll drink it. Yeah. Right. Um, next one is matcha. Again, matcha is one that I've had cold like most of the time. I don't really know if I've ever had like hot matcha. But I like it cold, so I feel like I'd like it hot. I don't know. Have you ever had hot I've had I've no I've only ever had it cold and I be at the absolute highest. I I don't know if I feel comfortable ranking it because I've never had like hot matcha. I don't know. I feel like it's different. You I like so? green tea. I like green tea. So you know I would give it like if we're just lumping any like green tea kind of thing in there, we can yeah. give it a B. Like because you know I don't think the green tea is not represented. I think matcha kind of falls into the same umbrella. Uh. Next one's Irish coffee, which I feel like my opinion on people who like Irish coffee is the same as people who like espresso. I'm like, I've never I'm like, had that's it. That's how you start your day. It's just with like uh, with like Bailey's in it. Oh no. Yeah. Um, yeah, isn't that bad? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if you want to like start your day. Like, that's never what I want to do. I've had like coffee with like Kahlua in it also makes me feel kind of bad um but i feel like that's like a real alcoholic kind of thing to do is like have like an irish coffee to start your day yep uh so to me that's like a that's like a d although bailey's tastes good in the coffee it's just i don't like the experience like the feeling it gives you <laughs> the edge it gives you the edge yeah the next one's malt wine never had it it's pretty good. I mean, I've had it, like, not... I've, like, tasted it, like, not hot. So, it's just kind of like a... It's like it's like the pumpkin spice of wine. It's just, like, wine with, like, spices in it. It's not pumpkin spice, but it's, like, nutmeg and cinnamon and stuff like that. Like, you can just okay. buy, like, a mulled wine and just heat it up. I think the idea of heating up wine is awesome, because, like, there should be more hot alcoholic beverages. Um... So I've never like I've never had it hot, so I don't feel comfortable rating it. But yeah, the next one's Mexican hot chocolate, which I also have not had. You've never had? No, have you? Oh yeah, I have. What's what's what makes it Mexican? I don't know what makes it so much Mexican as much as the chocolate is just like, like you can miss on normal hot chocolate. You cannot miss with Mexican hot chocolate. It is so good. I'm gonna so Google good. it for Jamie. 
limited. Oh, it's got a hint of chili in it and cinnamon and cinnamon. It's so good, dude. Hmm. I'll have to try it sometime. I'm a little scared about the the cayenne pepper, and I'm like, I don't, like I feel like that might like the flavor might just like first like not like I'm like don't do all spicy, but like I just be like whoa. It doesn't. I feel like you don't really taste it. Hmm. Interesting. All right, well, what, what do you feel like you want to give it? Uh, give it like a B. You said you could miss some hot chocolate. Yeah, but like, you've never had it. True, that's true. I guess we have to take my idea of what I would think about it. Anyway, um, this one was a pretty big spread. Like, there was not like a lot of like super great ones and also not a lot of super bad ones either it's kind of a lot in the middle um right. so starting from the top so s tier we had apple cider and black coffee um hot for both those then hot chocolate and cappuccino were a tier b we had herbal tea chai hot toddy espresso matcha and mexican hot chocolate sitting alone in the c tier was english tea D tier had rose tea, pumpkin spice latte, ginger tea, Irish coffee. F, we got hot water for the freaks of this world, and Earl Grey. Um, and then never had golden latte, hot buttered rum, hot sake, and mulled wine. So, yep, that's, uh, that's that. But if you thought that was it... We got one more little tier list for you guys. <laughs> to keep uh, to keep on par with, I'll let you introduce it while I go plug my phone in. So, of course, there's beverages that maybe we're accustomed to having hot. There's also beverages that we don't normally have hot, but maybe we should. And so, Sam and I are going to be ranking hot carbonated beverages based on how good they would be if they were warmed up. Let's do this, man. I'm excited. I guess we're, we're treating them. We're not talking about the diet. We're talking talking full, full-blooded. The, f- the full works. Yeah. So, there's a pretty short list, but we got Coke, Cherry Coke, Pepsi... Dr. Pepper, Mandu, Mandu Cut Red, Canada Dry, and Sprite. So I think we should. I think we should just. We should go through these, like, like start with the Coke. So I feel like that's a good place to start. To me, I feel like Coke would be, like, if you read hot, like hot car Coke. Yeah. It's not good. It's not great. I feel like that's like that's gonna be like a D. Or a C. Like a not bad? Yeah, like, like a, a not bad. It's not bad, but it's not horrible. It doesn't yeah, taste somebody's... awful. Hmm. See, to me, I think the next one, like, so the next one that we're going to do, I'll do, we'll do co- Cherry Coke. I think Cherry Coke might be slightly better. I think it would, too, because I feel like it would taste like cough syrup. Mm. And so you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah, and I feel like it would have, like, a sweeter flavor. Yeah, not that I uh, like. Not that I like cough medicine. I don't know. I don't know what you like. 
Uh, how about Pepsi? What do you feel about Pepsi? <laughs> Good old Pepis. Um, I think it would taste awful. I feel like it would taste better than Coke would. You think? Because, you know, Pepsi is less sweet than Coke is. I think if I you do like, a hot Pepsi, it would just taste like... I feel like... Hmm, I'm trying to, like, with my tongue, use memory to, like... Hmm. So I haven't had, like, a normal Pepsi in a while. Well, I feel like it might... I feel like you could put it in not bad or pretty good. I don't think it would taste terrible. Let's just put it in not bad. Um, Dr. Pepper, since we're <laughs> just around up the colas... I feel like Dr. Pepper might taste the worst hot, though. Oh, it's There's a thing. Much... People drink it hot. Really? Yeah, it's a thing. It's apparently really good. I'll have to try it. I, I, I still feel like it might taste awful. Okay. Okay. How about the next, I feel like the next most popular drink, which would probably be Sprite. I don't know about... Maybe not do, but anyway. It would, I feel like it would just taste like bubbly tea. Like bubbly lemon tea. Here's the thing about Sprite. Once it's hot, that's like drinking boiling water. Yeah. And you know there's you know there's bees in it. Like you know that you if you made <laughs> it hot, there's you're getting yeah, I wouldn't even you're, feed you're that drinking to my bees. little brother. Yeah, there's there's gonna that's gonna be nasty. Uh all right, how about Mountain Dew? I feel like this would taste really good. I, I might give it pretty good. I might give it pretty good as well. I'm like, but the thing is, I feel like Code Red. Code Red's either way better or way worse. No, I nah, haven't Code had Code Red's, Red in a while. Code Red's going to be way better than regular, dude. Code I Red, feel like, you're going to see the HTML of life <laughs> drinking that thing hot. That's going to be like, no, to me, that is, yeah, it's, I feel like it's going to be like, like, like you said, the cough syrup, but like. Better. It. I feel like it's a bit medicinal, honestly. I, I think you'll get higher drinking that than you would with cough syrup. Yeah. All right, but here's the next one. I think this one might be the might be the best. I think like to me, like I feel like a hot can of dry, like that that might be that that's like what tea should taste like to me. Like I know you just say you don't like ginger tea, but I would drink like a boiling hot can of dry. I feel like that would cure that. Screw colloidal silver. That would cure COVID right there. Mm-hmm. Right, Canada Dry in general is just one of the best sodas, hands down. I don't know how anyone can drink any of their ginger ale. Like none of them, none of the other ones taste like don't even don't even touch me at Ferners. Anyway, guys, yeah. so this is our list of um, of hot sodas. Sodas would be good if they were hot. So, first ones we'll drink regularly from now on: Mountain Dew Code Red um, and Canada Dry pretty good it got coca-cola cherry and a mountain dew not bad we got coke and pepsi and tastes awful i personally think dr pepper and then wouldn't even feed my little brother sprite that's just like it's sticky it's going real hot bees bees yeah (laughs) so that's that's that guys i i hope that you are inspired to try a hot beverage on account of anything that we showed you maybe if you if you believe differently, of course, share your opinion. We know you guys yeah. have opinions. But do they matter? Yes, they do. Not as much as ours, though. Nope. Nope. Don't get it twisted. We don't care that much. 
Right. Um, but yeah, that's that concludes our show, I think. That's all, folks. Dun, you got, dun, any, dun, dun. got anything no, you want it. to close us out with? No. Um, again, if you were wondering what the heck we were talking about for that call for like 20 minutes, uh, that's that Love is One documentary on HBO Max. Um, I know it's called Max now, but I don't want to sell, it's call it that. But anyway, um, check it out. But I will say it's a little creepy, a little disgusting. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to re- recommend it. I'm just saying, if, if you need context, that's that's where you'll get it. Yeah, it is graphic, so you have been mm-hmm. warned. Yeah, lots of dead bodies. Well, just one really. Just lots of times. Yeah, unnecessarily, if you ask me. But anyway, yeah, I I would have cut it out. I was like, yeah, that's just me. The last like 30 minutes of that last episode, I was like, okay, I get it. Can we just stop? And I was like, I'm eating dinner. Like, let me just, I'm just going to put something else on. Yeah. Like, this is just not good for me. No. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was a little much, but hey, that's, that's, that's the source. But hey, if you have any opinions, any thoughts, feel free to share them with us. Now that we have the Instagram, which is. Oh, okay. Podcast. Okay. Podcast. Give us a follow. We'll follow you back. Follow for follow. Maybe I'll finally post. Follow for follow? Follow. Follow at your boy. Holla at y'all later. Have a good one, y'all. Have a blessed and... Fruitful two weeks. Fruitful two weeks. I'll be back to one. Deuces. Ciao.